Hey, good morning. Welcome to you on this Pentecost Sunday. I'm glad you're here worshiping with us here at Gaston First United Methodist Church. I'm Pastor Sam. If you haven't met me yet and you're watching and worshiping with us online, hello to you. We're glad that you're with us. Uh, if you are worshiping with us on Facebook Live, will you just say hello to us in the comments or just wave, do a little wave emoji or something like that so that we know that you're there. And if you like this and share this, then your friends can join in too. This is a special Sunday. It's Pentecost Sunday. It's Senior Recognition Sunday. We're we're so happy to be recognizing our, our seniors who are graduating from high school. I have to specify because we do have, you know, ELC graduation, college graduation. But we're especially saying hello to our um giving a shout out to our uh, ones who are graduating from high school. I think we have eight people who are graduating from high school from our church family. So yay for that. I just have a couple of announcements for you. Uh, one is that next weekend, of course, is Labor Day weekend. We're going to have a combined service at 10 o'clock on May the 30th. That's next week, next Sunday, May the 30th. 10 o'clock, one combined service. Everybody come, bring your friends. You can wear your flip-flops to church. It's okay. It's Memorial Day weekend. It'll be all right. Um, today at 1 o'clock at Gaston Country Club, there's going to be a celebration of life for Joan Hightower. Uh, we love her so much, and we still love her, and we're just going to have a... Joan wanted a big party, and that's what this is going to be. 1 o'clock today. Uh, um, I want to call your attention to these gorgeous flowers up here. We have flowers on the altar given in memory of Robert G. and Charlie Nell Johnson for their birthdays this month given by their families. They're all Pentecost. I was told that they're kind of roll tied, but I'm calling them Pentecost. Uh, there's also a beautiful flower on the altar. Beautiful flower is for Jean Claire Leach, the precious little daughter of Grady and me son. Uh, big sister jo Jojo, big brother GW, grandparent Donna Leach, all the families and kitties, gorgeous little baby. We are so happy to be adding to our church family that way. Okay, there's lots more going on. Go to our church website, go download our church app, and you can find out all about it. Join me now as we open with prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day, for all of the celebrations we get to have, even for the celebrations of life when life has come to an end on this earth. But Lord, we pray as we worship together today that it can be a celebration because the kingdom of God is like a party and we thank you for inviting us to the party. In Jesus' name, amen. And I will start with what, uh, what Sam said. We're so glad to see you here on Pentecost Sunday. It is a, a wonderful, wonderful day. We're going to start out with a pretty up-tempo one. Uh, two new songs that you may not have heard, but I think they're very appropriate for Pentecost. I saw Satan fall like lightning. I saw darkness run for cover. But the miracle that I just can't get over, my name is registered in heaven. I believe in signs and wonders. I have resurrection power. Still the miracle. 
just can't get over my name is registered in heaven and my praise belongs to you forever this is my testimony from there to life grace rewrote my story i'm justified by jesus christ the righteous i'm justified this is my testimony this is my testimony come together sons and daughters of the blood and washed in water sing the praises of the spirit and father our god will finish what he started Yes, our God will finish what He started. Oh, this is my testimony from death to life. His grace rewrote my story. I'll testify by Jesus Christ the righteous. I'm justified. This is my testimony. This is my testimony. I'm not dead, you're not done Greater things are still to come Oh, I believe If I'm not dead, you're not done Greater things are still to come Oh, I believe If I'm not dead, you're not done Greater things are still to come Oh, I believe Testimony from now to life. His grace wrote my story. I'll testify. By Jesus Christ the righteous, I'm justified. This is my testimony. This is my testimony. This is my testimony from now to life. His grace wrote my story. I'll testify. By Jesus Christ the righteous. ready for this time of prayer and offering I wanted to first say we have a senior here today with us Taylor Smith is with us and uh, also Haddon Jarecki is uh, in the nursery right now we can never get her to stop working in there she loves it and she's very dedicated so and her other seniors are coming to traditional service but be sure to tell Taylor and Haddon uh, congratulations on your way out today um, we want to be remember to pray this morning for Pandora McLeod's family 
uh, as she passed away this morning. Um, also remember to pray for uh, the family of Marge Ross. On June 6th at 2, there's going to be a service for her here uh, at the church. Uh, also remember the Hightower family as they're having a celebration of life today at 1 at the Country Club. Um, everybody's invited to that as well. Um, let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Loving God, we lift up families that are hurting right now. We pray that um, you will bring them comfort, that you will bring them peace. Uh, we lift up our seniors. Um, God, I pray that you will continue to guide their lives. I pray that they will uh, continue to know that they are loved uh, unconditionally by you. I pray that they will know that they have love and support from this church family. And God, as we prepare for this time of tithe and offering, I pray that every gift that is given, uh, financial gifts and gifts of time and service, God, pray that they will all be used for your kingdom and for your glory. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Please team here is awesome, aren't they? They're absolutely amazing. So we're about to have our senior slideshow. I wanted to tell you, the kids in this slideshow have had the craziest last two years of high school. So give them a big congratulations if you see them. They've had a rough two years with COVID and social distancing. It's been crazy for them. Uh, also, uh, after this service, you may see some of them coming in the buildings. They, we have a brunch for them. So give them, give them a, a fist bump or a high five or just let them know how much uh, you think of them and that you're praying for them. And here it is, our senior slideshow, class of 2021. I can see the tears filling your eyes, and I know where they're coming from. They're coming from a heart broken into by what you don't see the person in the mirror doesn't look like the magazine oh but when i look at you it's clear to me
happy Pentecost Sunday, everybody. So um, we actually sent out a message this week to wear red for Pentecost Sunday. Guess who didn't follow the rules? I didn't because I didn't have a red shirt that fit. So, uh, but I would have tried. Thank you, Jay, for participating in Pentecost Sunday. But um, this goes for high school seniors and all youth, all kids. Um, every single person on staff here at the church and everybody that helps with the youth, Carmen and Michael are even here today. Um, anybody that comes to children or youth ministry, the youth helpers, um, staff, everybody is 100% here for the kids anytime you ever need anything at all, need to talk to somebody. Uh, we have great people um, that are here to help. So, And thank you to those that help with youth every week. During this year, Carmen has been here every single Wednesday to help with the youth. So thank you, Carmen. Now, Michael, we've had to babysit him a little bit. So, um, But let's pray this morning. Loving God, I pray that, um, that you'll help us all gain um, wisdom through this. I pray that you'll help us grow closer to you uh, this Pentecost Sunday. I pray that um, the words of the scripture, God, that you will have them touch our hearts and transform us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever heard anyone say that Pentecost Sunday is the birth of the church? That's what people say about it. Um, and sometimes even people will wear red on Pentecost Sunday, which some people, some people participated. Um, so the day of Pentecost, you might even say that this scripture we're about to read might even be where Pentecostal churches get their name from, right? They, they take some, some things from the scripture and form their faith from it. But what on earth is happening in this scripture we're about to read? Because it is a wild passage of scripture. Um, and why is it important for us to hear about it? And what on earth do we do with the Pentecost uh, Sunday scripture? In the scripture we're about to read, we will remember the events that happen in Acts 2 um, on Pentecost Sunday. It's the story of when the Holy Spirit fills the people um, who were gathered at the time. Um, at the first Pentecost, over 3,000 people were baptized, creating the birth of the church. This is why uh, we call it Pentecost Sunday. This is from the United Methodist Church website. Uh, the word Pentecost um, comes from a Greek word meaning 50th. The Jewish festival of Pentecost falls on the 50th day after the original Passover. On that day, God gave the Torah to Moses on Mount Sinai. Then also the Christian festival of Pentecost falls 50, the 50th day after the resurrection of Jesus. But in this passage we're about to read, one of the things that you'll notice um, that they're going to say is that the followers of Jesus are going to be accused of being drunk. I think that's a funny scripture to read on Sunday morning. But the followers of Jesus are going to be accused of being drunk. And Peter's response cracks me up. Because uh, he doesn't give some real churchy answer of, we don't do that around here. He just says, it's only 9 o'clock in the morning. So that's going to be his response. Uh, so that doesn't sound like a boring group of people gathered here. Uh, how much fun they are having and how wild this birth of the church is. Here it is, Acts 2, 1 through 18. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like a rush of a violent wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit 
and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one of them uh, heard speaking in a native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Uh, Perinthians, Mede, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, uh, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own language, we hear them speaking about God's deeds and power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea, all who live in Jerusalem, let it be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk as you suppose, for it's only nine o'clock in the morning. Note, this is what the, this was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares, that pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. I don't know if you noticed what happens when people are filled with the Holy Spirit. They suddenly start interacting with people they normally wouldn't interact with. People are all over the area. Uh, they've all come into town. Uh, like we said in the intro, people are, are visiting from all over for a Jewish festival. All different languages, all different cultures, they're all coming in for this festival. In youth group, we, we described it this way. Because um, in Gadsden, we mostly speak English. When we go somewhere, you're mostly going to hear English. But I think most of you have either been to Disney World or on a New York subway at some point in your life right? When you're in the, an environment like that, guess what? You might be the only person speaking English. There's people from all different cultures speaking all different languages. Can you imagine if you're on a New York subway and all of a sudden you can understand all the people you're around and they can understand you? That's what's happening in this scripture. Groups of people who had barriers, in this scripture it's a language barrier, uh, that a language barrier is dividing them, but now they are understanding each other. I asked myself this Pentecost Sunday, what walls do we create from others in our own community? In this passage, they could understand each other. We sometimes live next door to physical neighbors, and we don't understand them. We've never gotten a time to get to know them. Maybe the Holy Spirit, if we would give, give the Holy Spirit... Uh, availability to fill us. If we said, Holy Spirit, fill me, maybe the Holy Spirit would guide us to get to know our neighbors that we have a barrier with, whatever that barrier might be, a co-worker that you have differences with. Maybe God is leading it on your heart to hear their story, get to know them, get to know where they come from, what they're about. Maybe God is leading you to do ministry with them. This group of believers in this scripture, they're gathered for prayer. They're a small group. But now they are engaging with people completely different than them, uh, different languages, and they are understanding each other. And what happens when that happens? The Spirit of God is moving. People are being baptized. People are becoming part of this Jesus movement. That's what happens when we're filled with the Holy Spirit. We break down our barriers. We engage with people we never thought we would engage with. 
It happens here at this church. You might have a small group of people uh, meeting for a, a, a Bible study. And then you know what happens through that? They pray together. They meet together. And then they form crazy things and say, let's go mentor and read to kids at Stripland. They do wild things. They might be in a Sunday school class and they might say something like, we should have a soup kitchen and engage with people we haven't been engaging with before. It's radical what happens when the Holy Spirit moves. When we follow the Spirit's leading, we are inclusive and we are connecting with people that we never have before. It's interesting because everyone is invited in this story. Every culture that is there, every language that is spoken at that time can hear and understand and is invited by the Holy Spirit. Nobody is left out. People are being baptized. They're joining this movement. Every group, every language, nobody left out. It's what happens when the Spirit moves. I know sometimes in churches, our families, our group of friends, we can become inward-focused or self-centered, but the book of Acts starts so differently. For people, the church welcomes everybody and includes everyone, every race, culture, gender, income level, all here and are welcome. They all understand it. It's presented in their own language. Sometimes as individuals, as a church, we lose our way when we become self-centered. But if we say, Spirit, Holy Spirit, fill us, we will be including and inviting others. What else do we know about people that are filled with the Holy Spirit? Uh, what, what makes them stand out? What makes them different when they're filled with the Holy Spirit? I know some of you, Catherine just took the kids to kids' church, and some of you learned this when you were in children's church, the fruits of the Spirit, right? You've heard it here on Sunday mornings, but kids' church, you learned the song. Joni, you probably know the song. Um, Galatians 5, 22 through 23 says this, the fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the fruits of the Spirit. And in kids' church, we teach kids a song about that so they know what the fruits of the Spirit are. No wonder people are joining and becoming part of this church in the book of Acts. People are filled with the Spirit. They have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. Who doesn't want to be around people like that? I need more Holy Spirit in my life. I need some self-control, some gentleness, some kindness, some love. May the Holy Spirit fill us too. It also says in this scripture, towards the end of it, 17 and 18, In the last day, God declares, I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days I will pour out my Spirit. The Spirit being poured out, it is for all flesh, for all people. Nobody's left out. If they want it, they can have it. Some, sometimes people argue, because I work in a United Methodist church, they say, women can't preach. This is one of those scriptures that United Methodists say, wait a minute, the Spirit of God is upon men and women and all can serve and, and fulfill God's call upon their lives. This is one of those scriptures that says just that. And then seniors, those that are graduating, those that are in high school, uh, those that are children, it says in here that young people will prophesy. They will speak God's word. They will have a call upon their lives. They will have a purpose. Uh, so it doesn't discriminate against age. The Holy Spirit is for all people, to give all people dreams and purpose and calling, to help make things right in the world, to fight against injustice. It's for all. If that Spirit of God falls upon all ages. It doesn't discriminate. And for each of us, it's a different calling. It's a different thing that the Spirit puts on our hearts, right? For some, it's helping the poor. 
For some, it's preaching the gospel so that they know Jesus. For some, God puts a call to be a peacemaker. The Holy Spirit leads us to do that. But God's Spirit does not discriminate. It is for all people. And the Holy Spirit, we always say for young people, we quote this scripture, don't let people look down on you because you're young. And it's true. It's true. The Holy Spirit is for all people and all have a purpose and a calling. So let us not judge other people based on their gender, their race, etc. when God has a call and God's Spirit is upon them. God is, God's Spirit is for all people. I also wanted to say this scripture makes a funny thing when the people are accused of being drunk. It's one of my favorite things in scripture. I think it's funny. Uh, maybe we sometimes take ourselves too seriously. Because this early church, this book of Acts, these people are not boring. They're not stick in the muds as sometimes people think church people are. They're filled with the Spirit of God, and they're showing those fruits of the Spirit. I sometimes wonder, when this scripture says these people are accused of being drunk, I wonder what sometimes what people think when they drive by Gadsden First Methodist. And I'll give you some examples. What did people think a few weeks ago at 10 o'clock when they drove by, and there's a whole bunch of people leaving our church, and they all have tornado buckets for... People are like, why are they all carrying buckets? That is strange. That is strange. Surely they're not drunk. It's the Holy Spirit upon their lives for radical hospitality. There was, last year we had all the animals on the lawn. I wonder even what the churches across the street thought when we had um, hedgehogs and cats and dogs and all kinds of different animals. People thought, what on earth are they doing? We're doing ministry to people that love their animals. We had several visitors that Sunday come to our church. Uh, Wednesday nights with kids and youth in the green space, people probably drive by and wonder, these people are crazy, right? I sometimes think people like Carmen must be crazy. They work all day long, all day long. And then what is she going to do when she gets out of work? She's going to walk across the street and come volunteer with kids for two hours when she's exhausted. That is what happens when you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, people that volunteer. There's going to be people volunteering today to get ready for vacation Bible school. They could be doing anything with their time, but that's what they do. What do people think when they drive by and they see us having a party for the Big Brothers and Big Sisters organization? What do people think when they see people they know from our community, two completely different people walking in church together from the parking lot, and they're friends. These people are friends they might uh, be completely different political uh, parties, and they're walking in together, they're giving hugs, and they're serving together. It's radically different than what the world does, right? We might even have somebody that is an Alabama fan and an Auburn fan kneeling at the altar together for communion, right? Radical things happen when the Spirit moves, and the Spirit is moving in this place. When we have hymns for hunger, what does the community think? When we have, in this choir loft, we have all different types of churches, all different types of beliefs coming together to serve and to sing and to, to get food for the community. It's radically different. And Sam, sometimes we just have to say, they're not drunk. These people are filled with the Holy Spirit, and it leads us into radical hospitality, to, rad to be radically inclusive. That's what it calls us to do. We're just filled with the Spirit. It leads us into ministry with people we never thought we would do ministry with. It leads us into having mission projects and events. It leads us into having parties at Stripland Elementary across the street. It leads us to work with the homeless. It, it helps us to lead with the least of these. That's what the Spirit of God leads us to do. 
And you know what I mean? The Spirit leads us to do the unexpected. The unexpected. I don't know. People that know me know that Gadsden, Alabama is very rural to me. So when the Spirit leads, if I'm at Upper Sand Mountain Parish or somewhere extremely rural, that is a Spirit leading type of thing. And for some of you, you may say, if I go do something in Birmingham, that's the Spirit leading me to do it, right? The Spirit leads us to unexpected places, to work with unexpected people. So this following Jesus, this party, it's not boring. Following Jesus, it's an adventure. It's an adventure. It leads us to places we would never expect. It leads us into ministry with people we would never expect. It's full of excitement. When we go and interact with people, there's been times that we've taken the youth group places and people have commented, these do not remind me of church people that I've met before. You guys are so fun and full of life. Carmen, you know what I'm talking about. We take these kids to Doggett Towers and Holy Comforter. People say, these kids are so fun. It's not what we've experienced before. So people might say, have you been drinking over there? Or what is wrong with you people? We're just filled with the Spirit. And it's an adventure. And it is a party. God's love, God's Holy Spirit is for all people. And it leads us into ministry with all people. Let's pray. Loving God, I pray that you will fill us right now with your Holy Spirit. I pray that you will break down barriers that we've created between us and some of our neighbors. I, will, I pray that you will lead us to love and, and, and to share your word with people. Um, God, I pray uh, that you'll even lead us into unexpected places. I, I pray that sometimes those things that hold us back, that we feel like we're not skilled to work and or serve in a certain way, God, that you will fill us with your spirit, that we will be confident to serve you. And you will help us to share your love with all people. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. it all 
Sunday filled with the Holy Spirit, ask the Holy Spirit, who are you going to have me do ministry with? And may we do that ministry with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control. And on your way out, also give Taylor a big high five, a fist bump, a hug, whatever. Um, Go in peace. (laughs) 